You have just entered the Katie Ma podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 192 of the Katie Ma podcast. Eight weeks away from 200. My goodness, we only have eight weeks to it's plan up. something. <laughs> to plan anything at all for episode 200. Um, Scott is not here tonight because he just finished a 24-hour stream. We have Tim here with us, though, filling in, Oop. entering the Tim hole this evening. Great fury. <laughs> Did you say Guy Fieri? Yes. Guy Fieri joining us on the podcast tonight. Yes. It's just money. <laughs> I, what, what, honestly, what would our audience's reaction be? <laughs> if we got... If, if we literally had, like, he just showed up, like, it was just some Skype name they didn't recognize, and it was, like, an offline picture, you know, like, unregistered Hypercam 2 or something. And then it pops up, everybody zooms at Scott, and it's just fucking Guy Fieri in the flesh. That would be godlike. Someone pulled this off. Be, I don't, Actually, I don't know. Did you do anything interesting this week? Yes, I took a trip to Flavortown. <laughs> <laughs> if, we, if we could get Guy Fieri on the podcast, I would, like, we would, we would let him on, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no question. By that, the dude's way. Got a, that dude's got 1.5 million followers on Twitter. Yeah. And guess guess who one of them is? <laughs> well, you, I would Ernest assume the Lee. guy who knows Ernest Lee. Ernest Lee follows Guy Fieri on <laughs> I was going to say, did he earn a Brandon follow? Like, is that what's going on here? I was going to guess Ernest you, Lee. the guy who knows his follower count offhand. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm looking at his page. I mean, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> I'm on his website to, now. I'm going to try and contact him. him. I, would, I would love to tap into that Guy Fieri audience. It seems like, like <laughs> oh, the God, kind of people no. that would probably enjoy our podcast. <laughs> no, why would you do that to our podcast? It's May 31st. Stop yelling at me, stream. It's May 31st, 2015. Episode 192. We got derailed by Ernest Lee following Guy Fieri. <laughs> you thinking, not- Ernest? I can, only, I can only assume that is an unironic follow. Yeah. He's not doing yeah. it as a joke. I don't see yeah. any doing many joke follows, really. <clears throat> what the hell I'll have to learn more about this. <laughs> All right. Well, as Scott would do each week, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yell at the audio listeners. But anyone do anything fun this past week that was not gaming involved? Now I went. Another- I went to a Chipotle-like pizza place where you pick your pizza toppings and they make it in front of you. It's sweet. That's kind of cool. Sounds Was it good? It's called yeah. It's called it's called uh, Pyology. Oh, that's cool. It's good really name. good. Good name. Good name. Good name. Strong name. Solid name. What'd you get on your pizza? Since you had a like, run instead of, the- of bar instead of so I got a, a butter olive oil, butter olive oil on the crust to uh, give make it that you know delicious golden brown. Hmm. And then I got buffalo chicken sauce, some mozzarella and blue cheese, some chicken, some jalapeno. Ooh. Pretty good. Very Sounds cool. wonderful. Sounds does sound wonderful. <clears throat> Anybody else? Blah. I would like to say that um, for you audio listeners, it's really just Scott that hates you. Yeah, we're, we're all cool, dude. We all like you. We yeah. all appreciate you. It's really Scott. I think his parents were killed by an audio listener. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to remember Scott has some history with Podbean, so it, you yeah. know it's not without True. warrant. True. <laughs> It's like Vietnam. You just get those flashbacks that just don't want to relive. Yeah. Uh, but no, I didn't do anything this week. I was boring. All right. I ain't did uh, shit. I marathoned uh, Daredevil season one. Good? It's pretty good. Yeah. Everyone says it's good. Yeah, I, I, it was I way better than I expected it to be. Like, I went in. I mean, I didn't expect it to be like the 
the movie. But uh, I, I was like, eh, I'm not necessarily into superhero stuff that much, generally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I gave it a few episodes, and then I, I got hooked unexpectedly. So, yeah, it's very good. Cool. Well, actually, chat brings up a good point, though. John does have the worst history with Podbean. I mean, Scott has a bad history, but John got charged, like, a good chunk of money by Podbean for no reason. Got no refund either. <laughs> Damn. Podbean. They're still laughing to this day. You ain't Grizz, baby. Reminders. They kept their company alive on that. Yeah. Tim? Um, as far as outside life stuff, uh, hung out with you nerds on Monday for a Memorial Day picnic at Hex's. Mm-hmm. And then Friday night first got surprise birthday party, which both were solid times. Yeah, we had a surprise birthday party for Scott, which is way more than he deserves. Let me tell you, that's that's <laughs> true. Okay, he true. didn't even show Very up true. today. Yeah, he didn't even show up today. That's the thanks we get. <laughs> um, and we started at like six o'clock and ended at like one in the morning or something. Yeah, but. Uh, we we listened to a bunch of Christian rock from the nineties, which was pretty amazing and hilarious. A little jars of clay, a little DC talk. He was playing that on his twenty four hour stream last night too. Yeah, is, I know. Was he? What is with him? Yeah, news. He's got an addiction. Oh my god. He tries and to pass it, it off as being like an ironic interest, but yeah, we know the truth. And I'm actually drinking one of the beers from this party. Yo, this is a good damn beer. I think Tim brought these too. Which one was it? Elusive Traveler. Yeah. Grapefruit Ale. As a person who does not like fruit beers, I like this fruit beer quite a bit. I used to make I used to make what we would call fruit beer, which was about three quarters root beer and one fourth fruit punch at the fountains. It was fucking delicious. No. Fucking good. (laughs) You don't you don't think you don't think it was good. I know. I know you don't think it's good, but it's good. It's only if they have Barks and High C, though. If they've got Mug, like you're already eating at a shit restaurant. You need to leave. <laughs> mug root beer is so atrocious. Wait, so you're, you're mixing at the fountain of the restaurants doing this stuff. Yeah, so this I'm not is, the only this one that did like, that awesome. I'm not like... I'm not going to like take a craft root beer or anything and try to, try to fuck with that. But just like a Barks, yeah, I'll experiment yeah. a little bit. I guess, I guess I can accept that on like a place that offers free refills. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. just like you know what? Yeah, I'll take if you a don't flyer, like it, take a flyer on this fruit beer here because if it's bad, I'll just pour it out. Exactly. You just go to like McDonald's or some shit, you know. All right. As long as long as we're not talking about like any root beer aside from what you can get at the fountain. <laughs> yeah. No. I also wouldn't like go. I wouldn't like buy it. You know. I wouldn't like go out of my way to buy the ingredients, bring it back to my house, and then create. But it's like when, when you were out at a restaurant that had that. Yeah. Sure. Why not? All right. I don't have a problem with what you've outlined here. This is also like junior high. You've so. made this acceptable. Now speaking of speaking of fruity beers, I bought a uh, I bought a, a like a sixteen pack of variety uh, reds. They make primarily uh, cider, which is really big out here. Tons of people drinking cider. I like cider, uh, and it's got a strawberry ale in it. All mm-hmm. of those, all of those, all three varieties that came in that pack are are piss. Absolute. Ouch fucking piss That's reds you should you be ashamed that. i'm i'm going death. to officially just destroy any chance in the future of a reds you know sponsorship on this channel reds <laughs> you should be fucking ashamed of your products because they are just god awful everything about it is just, like the strawberry ale literally tasted like a soda 
and not a good one. Like a shitty strawberry, like one of those novel, like Jones's sodas. Uh, Tastes like a shitty one of those. And Jones's soda pretty good. Jones's soda. I was going to say, what are you saying about Jones's Some soda? Some flavors It's like a Jones. shitty version of Jones. There are okay. definitely shitty Jones flavors. Let's, let's oh, yeah. I had, peanut butter, I had peanut butter and jelly. It tasted like shit dick. Oh, oh God. I bet. That just it sounds was so bad. There's nothing or, about that. that it wasn't good. like... No, it wasn't like, man, I'm going to drink this. I bet it's good. It's like, how like, fucking oh. gross can this be? I have to know. I think like, and now I know. I know now. I, I think the, the best worst soda I ever drank was, was the Shaq soda. Ooh, Has anybody yeah. ever had Shaq soda? The big Fenton can has. for the big man? I've oh never even God. heard of those. I found it at PAX Prime like two years ago. Mm. When we were all rooming together. I just I was like walking there. I decided to stop into Seven Eleven, get some caffeine. I just saw a fucking Shack Tallboy can. That just it was just the branding is literally nothing but a giant smiling Shack face, and the tagline is the big man or the big can for the big man. I have to uh, share like, this oh. photo, which will not be audio listeners. You, pay, I'm sorry. you paid money. You paid money yeah. to consume that. I paid oh. like a good dollar twenty five, and I regret nothing, despite the fact that it tasted like ass. Did you drink it all? No, I couldn't okay. finish it. All right, well that's. I'm good. not a big man, and that was a big can for a big man. So <laughs> I, was, I was unable to finish. You, you should have known going in, you wouldn't be able I, to finish it. I, that's I, very, I very well knew. I hadn't finished it by the time I got to the concert, and they made me throw it out. Oh my goodness, Nick Fenton, 21 months a subscriber. Thank you so much. <laughs> couldn't bother to actually be on the cast, but. Nick Fenton shows up to watch the cast. Doesn't want to be on it. <laughs> Hey, man. Uh, hey. Whatever he has to do. He's got a busy life. Much know. love, Nick Fenton. Uh, I did uh, I did Scott's party, and then my, my weekend of fun got kicked up a notch with some footy ball. Some footy kickball. Some um, footy. You went to a uh, sports ball match, didn't you? I did. I went to... First, we went down to the uh, Pittsburgh Riverhounds Stadium to watch uh, the Arsenal-Aston Villa... Or Aston Villa, excuse me, uh, FA Cup final um, in the bar at the stadium, and that was cool as hell. <clears throat> so we went down there and did that, and then hung out in Station Square for a while, which is actually not that cool. If you come to Pittsburgh, don't go to Station Square. Just, just I stayed there. It was all right. I mean, you stayed there, but it's just full of like change. Well, what was shit. the name of that? What was that name of that like country western square dancing club that everybody used to go to? Buckhead Saloons Buckhead. down there. Yeah, Penny shots for the birthday girls it was, all night. It was five dollars to get into there, so we didn't go in there. Um, <laughs> oh, it's still open. What? Oh, $5. oh yeah, yeah. We went to we went to Bar Louis though, which has really good food and good cocktails. So yeah, I like out. Bar Louis. Yeah, Bar Louis is cool. My bill was not cool from Bar Louie, but everything else about it was cool. Um, <laughs> and then uh, we came back at 7 to watch the Riverhounds Derby versus Harrisburg in the USL, which is like the league, one of the leagues below like MLS. Um, and it was an insane game. Like, out of nowhere, just all of a sudden craziness. So Harrisburg went up 3-1 to one and then was up... Four to one, and then four two, and then five three, with like ten minutes to go in regular time, and <clears throat> the uh, so if you don't know how soccer works, there's always stoppage time after the clock runs out, and it's like it can be anywhere from like a minute to like four or five minutes. I think it's limited to five minutes. I'm not sure. Anyway, 
friggin' Riverhounds came all the way back, scored three goals in stoppage time, <laughs> and won six to five. It was actually yeah. incredible. Plus, it's like ten bucks to go to a game there, so it was a lot of fun. It was super fun. I'll definitely go to. Uh, I'll definitely go to another game. It was. It was really cool. <clears throat> but uh, is the stadium nice? I've never been there yet. Oh, it's super nice, actually. Um, <laughs> Nick Fenton, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it was really cool. Uh, I would definitely go to another game because it's ten bucks, and like they have different. What's weird is they have different ticket tiers for this stadium. Like it goes up to like twenty bucks to sit in like the front row on the side, but nobody checks your ticket, so you can just buy the ten dollar ticket and just walk into the front row. <laughs> no one's That's solid. Lo- no one's looking. Um, but That's how very Pirates cool. games used to be. Yeah, I'll definitely. They got good. Uh, I'll definitely be going back to games. That was really fun. All right. Vidgams. Played those as well, I'm sure. Blah. What have you been playing this week, sir? Yeah, call me out because I'm eating. Yeah, that's right. Motherfucker. Cookie straw. You saw me put that. (laughs) It's not cookie straw. It's beef jerky, all right? Anyway. (laughs) What did I play? Not a whole lot. Uh, A little bit of Dark Souls 2. I've been getting really back into Risk of Rain. I think I said this last week, too, but... um, I've almost 100% of the game again, starting from scratch. Nice. Uh, which involves like a lot of unlocks. You don't have to like beat the game on the hardest mode with every character or anything. But um, there's like a whole lot of challenges in it. And some of it includes like beating the hardest mode or like collecting a certain amount of items. And uh, the problem is there's like there seems to be some kind of unlock bug where it just won't recognize progress sometimes. So like one of the things you have to do in order hmm. to 100% it is discover every item to get the item log. So you unlock the item, and then you actually have to obtain one in order to unlock the item log. And it just doesn't want to do that for me right now. I don't know why. I'm missing, like, six or seven items that just won't unlock. I got all of them in one run, so, and then finished the run, and then they didn't unlock. Oh, that so you, sucks. like, got the item yeah. in the run, but then you can't get it again? Yeah. Okay, it was that's like, weird. It was, it was, like, a, it was like a, seriously, like a, like, a three-hour run, and then I got no progress for it. I was pretty... Up, upset mr uh jim bob i know we're not supposed to call out people in chat uh for the sake of, of the listeners do but it he do says it. Keep call this. them out he said please keep this short i'm tired of dark souls talk so let me tell you about my dark souls character literally nothing has changed since last week and i, I wasn't even going to talk about this but now i want to tell you he's yes. doing pretty well uh his name is trash baby i've got about 30 hours in him now he's a <laughs> a dark knight archetype meaning he's using heavy armor a great axe and hexes um, he's pretty badass, honestly. The, the Great Axe actually sucks, but it looks really cool, so I'm still using it. Fashion Souls, and baby. Myself. Fashion Souls. Oh, yeah, Fashion Souls. I'm all about the Fashion Souls. Now, Big Dick Susan is doing well, too. Uh, I haven't gotten to stream at all in the past couple weeks, so she's been going a little bit unloved. But I still feel that once once I get back into it, things are going to be looking good for her because I now I got to lay out lay the land thanks to Trash Baby. I, I got to lay the land a little bit better. Things will be moving a little bit more quickly. And I'm, nice. I'll just be slicing, dicing, you know, get both my daggers. She's got she's a rogue archetype, bear in mind, meaning leather armor and dual knives. So she's going to be slicing, dicing, Chef Gordon Ramsay in the kitchen, you know, apprentice chef. So a <laughs> <laughs> little bit of Sunny D in the eyes whenever you get is injured. She, is she red team or blue team for Gordon Ramsay here? Oh, she's Most definitely blue. Reference. All right. She's nice. definitely blue. Definitely nice. blue. And the Trash Baby is, is going to be the red, obviously. I love the names of your so. characters. Have I ever told you that? 
According <laughs> yeah. to trash, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I haven't really played all that much like different this week. I'm just playing a shitload of Risk of Rain in my spare time, a little bit of Hearthstone, that kind of stuff. Nice. Nice. But, a little Risk of the O, Ryan. I should play that game sometime. <clears throat> all right. <laughs> That was it. I wasn't. I wasn't even going to mention Dark Souls at all. Brought this on yourself, Jim Bob Gill. Yeah, fuck boy. I refuse to call you Mister John. What have you been playing this week? Uh, A little bit of WoW. A lot of Dirty Bomb. Believe it or not, man. Uh, I'm thinking about it. So I play. I play games with Flom a lot. He's a CS guy. He plays with Scott on stream sometimes, and he's been getting into it pretty seriously. And Mm. since. He's just way too good at Counter-Strike. Uh-huh. Like, for me to have an enjoyable experience gaming with him, I felt the need to perhaps learn Dirty Bomb. And so far, it's, it's, been, it's been pretty fun. Um, it's, it's not E.T. Don't go into it thinking it's E.T. Okay. But, right. but the, gun, the, guns handle, like ET. the guns handle really well. Like, you know, like there's still a headshot sound, so long range. If you hit somebody yeah. in the head three times, you get the dinks, and they just drop dead, and they're like, what the fuck's going on? So that's, that's nice. Uh, movement isn't the same, but it's still very rewarding once you get it. Um, okay. There's still some chick, trick jumps and stuff. The, class, the classes are varied, but they don't make sense to a lot of people, and there's martyrdom in the game, which is fucking stupid. Ugh. And I don't know why they have that, but they do. So it's just one class, right? Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. added a character that has that built in. So whenever you're playing that character, she automatically has martyrdom. And on top of that, that didn't exist in the game until like a month ago. Ugh. They just added it one day. Like this is never a bad idea. <laughs> Everyone loved this in COD. Bullet meat foot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really bad. Um, not not super interested in that. But other than that, I can't really think of much that I dislike about the game. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you opened? There's a me- there's a memory leak. There's a uh, yeah yeah, and I bought I bought like the bonus thing that was like twelve dollars or something to unlock a bunch of extra heroes for cheaper. Um, but there's definitely a memory leak, which is which is concerning. Like I have to restart my game after every four or five rounds. Ugh. That's but so it's good. it's it's beta, you know. It's fine. I, I enjoy it, and I would definitely recommend at least giving it a try. I don't know that it's for everyone, um, but it's good. Yeah, I got a key. And Dota's been playing the Dota's as well. And as Mortal always. Kombat. Beta, Mortal days. Kombat, apparently. Just today, though. Just today, I've been Mortal mm-hmm. Kombating with with the wife. She expressed interest, so I was like, "I'm gonna go buy that." So I went and bought it. Did you get and, it on console? Uh, yeah, I have it on PC as well, though. It was a good choice to get it on console. <laughs> she fucking she fucking loves the fatalities, doesn't she? Yes, she does. <laughs> she is uh she's a weird one. <laughs> Super morbid. So Yeah, but she's she and she's enjoying it, it seems like. Um I play only because she's playing and then I had fun with it, so I was like, Hey, I'm gonna learn this. So I went online, bought it for PC and started practicing a little bit. Tutorial is really good in that game, actually. Like super yeah. good. It seems to be pretty decent. Um, I'm getting a lot out of it. And I found that I was under the impression that you had to make these like maneuvers so quickly that it was like lightning reflexes and nobody no. in their right mind could do it. It's actually pretty slow paced to like execute the moves you want. You just have to be precise. So yeah. it's really not that bad. Yeah, as long as you're not putting extra inputs and stuff in, it's, I find it easier to uh, to do combos in Mortal Kombat like far and away over Street Fighter. 
Yeah, I don't I don't find it to be too too difficult. I'm I'm enjoying it a lot. I don't know if I'll play online or not with anybody other than her. But you know, yes. figure it out. Mortal this Mortal Kombat is a great uh kind of like kind of pick up and play for people who want to get into fighting games but are more casual about them that don't want to get super into like Street Fighter or something really complicated like that because mm-hmm. it is a really, really simple game. Uh very good looking and it controls very tightly, but it's not super deep. Right. Yeah, it's it seems it seems like there's enough <laughs> There, there are enough nuances in the game to make it difficult, but it's very simple for like anybody to pick up and understand in ten or fifteen minutes. Cool, Brandone. What have you been playing? Um, not not too much this week. I played a little more of The Witcher, but not not much. Uh, mainly just because I feel like The Witcher is hard for me to sit down and play in a small like a small segment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and no, so exactly I haven't, I, like, I just haven't played hardly any of it because I haven't had a long stretch to sit down and play. Um, but I played a little more of it, and I don't know how far through I am, but it's like not much <laughs> uh, in the big scheme of things. Um, yesterday I played uh, Killing Floor Two, which got a new patch, oh, and they added, um, <clears throat> they like did some bug fixes and stuff. Uh, the big thing in this this latest patch is they added a new map. Uh, which is called Manor, mm-hmm. and it's like a, as you would expect, it's like a massive mansion, uh, and the, the the map is way larger than I thought it was at first. Like, there's a whole underground, like, dungeon section, huh. and, uh, and so the map is, like, really large, uh, and it's one of the harder maps in the game, I think, because there's so many small corridors, and monsters come from everywhere. So, um, so we had some we had some trouble. I uh, played with a couple guys from the community uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. and we had some trouble. We actually almost beat the boss, um, but we we didn't quite get there. Um, so I'm really looking forward to the the, the next big content patch because uh, they seem to be moving really fast. I I didn't expect them to put this one out as quick as they did. So yeah. Um. So yeah, the new map is really good, and uh, and I just I mean that game. We've said it before, but like that game is already more than worth what it costs. And like by the time that game is complete, it will be a complete steal, even at full price. Yeah. Um, question in chat. I will reference that on this one because it's a good KF2 info. Will KF2 ever have additional bosses? Yes. I think there's supposed to be four eventually. Four. Different yeah. Ones. Yeah. I'm. I'm not sure. I need to. I need to check. But I know there's. There are supposed to be multiple bosses by the time it's content complete. Yeah. And um. And are I don't they going to be random at the end of maps? Or that, that's what I don't, I don't know. know. Yet. I. I think so and i hope so i hope, I hope so, the way yeah. they do it is like right now i think the one boss in the game is pretty difficult and it's like there's like there's not many strategies to beat him you have to you have to just kind of do the same thing each time and if you have the right makeup of classes and people know what they're doing you can kind of kite him around and you can eventually beat him but i would like to see once there are more bosses in the game yes. i'd like to see them tone him down a little bit and make him a little bit easier but because of the randomness of the bosses I want it to where you don't know which boss you're playing yes. until he spawns. Like not even before not even beforehand when you're buying weapons to prepare for the boss. Like you literally don't know which one you get until the boss round. Yes. I think that I randomness agree. would make it fun, but just make like tone down the difficulty a little bit so that um, you know, so that it account for for the randomness making it more difficult. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Like not knowing what you're getting into at first would really add a layer to Killing Floor that is very much needed. Um, yeah. Because as 
as like Mike has said, he's like, I like this game, but it is like the same thing over and over and over. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's really well done. But yeah, if there were different bosses at the end, that would. And then you couldn't sit there, even if you were playing with a pre-made group of people, and just be like, hey, you do this class, you do this class, because like, we know what Hans or whatever his name is. We know we need to beat him. Then you could go into there and be like, well, we don't know, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I feel like that would that would make the game much harder once they do have more classes, because I imagine that like as they add more classes, he will get easier because you might have classes that are better at taking down like a huge single target like he mm-hmm. is um but if it was a, if it was a random boss that still makes it difficult because like given the mechanics of each boss you're not going to know beforehand what you know like what the best makeup is what what class makeup you should have and all of that yeah but all right. it's it's already great though i love that game cool tim um, just The Witcher Three. Yeah, I know. Just that. Just it's all my life. Had you beat the um, game yet? No, I'm 45 hours in on my save. <laughs> that's not on KB Mod, and I just reached um, Novigrad, which Good is like God. one of the first quests that you what? get. What? Yeah. I I've been doing five hours in. He's doing everything. I've been everything. doing yeah. everything though, like every oh single undiscovered location yeah. that you get, every single side quest that you can find, every single little nook and cra- cavern you can find your way into. I've done Good it Lord. south of Nova I'm like Red. in that mode as well with this game though. Like, this game has so much to it that I just I can't stop. I just it's, it's like a drug. I just keep finding new you'll stuff. You'll be really and, OP eventually. Like that's a thing. Yeah, so. I kind of am right now, but I'm not too overly like if you I'm playing on the second hardest difficulty, so if I do oh. like not if I don't like if I fuck up, I'm done for. Like I'll die. But um <laughs> It's just one of those games where, like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to focus. I'm going to do this main quest right here. I'm just going to progress the story and then, you know, shine anything off in the corner. I have to go after it now. And yeah. that's kind of where we're at. So, how many yeah. times I don't know. have you died? Uh, surprisingly, not as much as I thought I was going to. Like, I, I after playing The Witcher 2, I thought that, like, I was going to die a ton playing on this difficulty. But it, um, I don't know, I would say maybe 15 times total so far. But okay, that's in 45 that. hours of game yeah. time. So, and that's like, it's, it's one of those things where I'm not hitting a wall and I'm like dying a bunch. It's if I die to something. All right. So that's how this fight went. Let me do it this way. And that pretty much get past that at that point in time. So yeah, it's, um, I, I like the difficulty of it though. Cause it was tough getting into it. I'm starting to get a little over level, a little overpowered, but, um, I'm hoping that the level kind of catches back up. Cause I do have a ton of, um, contracts for witch requests that are like level 30 something, which mm-hmm. like, I, I like how they give you that stuff early in the game. It's like, hey, here's what's something you can work to. It might be end game, and maybe you know, depending on how you play, you know, here's something that you can do at some point in time. You know, your level, you need to do it. Uh, here's the area. Stay away from there for now. So, I, I like it. But um, it's just that's all I've been playing. But I love it. It's my game. It's I'm gonna say it's my game of year so far. So, um, nice. we have we have Batman and we have Metal Gear Solid to come out still. So we'll see. Alrighty. I will go last here. Uh, I played the new BF4 patch on Tuesday when it came out. I played Gun Game for a couple hours. Um, I always go back to it when a patch comes out. Uh, and the netcode just... I didn't actually think the netcode was too bad before this. But it is dead on now. There's no more questionable deaths or... Um, nothing where you really want to blame lag. Or bullet hit when they hit. Um, 
I mean, that's commendable for a game that's been out for a year. Yeah, I know, I know. But, I mean, I actually thought, well, like I said, I didn't feel like there was too much of a problem at all before this, but um, apparently they did. Uh, You can no longer spam spot, which I think is a good change. Um, You have to actually be aiming on the person and hit Q rather than, because what you used to do, especially in 64-man Conquest, was like scope over an area and just spam Q and you would end up spotting, yeah. you know, six or seven people. You can't do that anymore. You have to actually look for them. Did that all um, the time in Bad Company, too. Yeah. Um, but uh, they've changed that. That's a good change. Uh, gun game was really fun. I think the maps still need to be a little little smaller for that. Uh, but that's all I played, so I can't even comment on other game modes or if they've changed. Um, I also didn't get to use the, any of the new guns. There's three or four new guns that they put in as well. Um, game runs like a dream on SLI 970s, of course, <laughs> as it should. You point. don't say. Yeah. Um, but it is still just a beautiful game, one of the best-looking best games out there. Uh, I've also been playing The Witcher a lot. I'm like 17 or 18 hours in and like 7% complete or something. <laughs> so... Um, I just did the giant fetus quest. I won't really say any more for spoilers, but it's pretty hilarious and also horrifying. It's pretty fucked up. I was yeah, watching it's it. really fucked up. Um, <laughs> so I've been playing a lot of Witcher. I've found some very frustrating things I don't like about that game, but I still love it. So that's a good sign. Yeah. Uh, the movement is some of the worst movement ever put in a video game. Like it's so bad. Um, the combat is fine. Moving around, not so fine. Yeah. Uh, Geralt is on, like, some sort of, like, rocket pad. He has he one turns. leg. Yeah, he's got, like, one leg, and he's got, like... And the Just other wait until one... you have to swim. And the horse. Oh, the swimming. Horse, the horse has, like, 17 legs, and you can't really fucking control yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And, like, turning is, like, we're going this way now. Well, that's not the way I wanted to go. Fuck you! Now we're going this way! Uh, that's, like, kind of how movement is. Uh, <laughs> but, the movement and being able to extinguish flames is, like, the two worst pieces. <laughs> yes, the, the extinguishing flame thing is just terrible. You want to leave um, this body? Nope, you're putting out this candle. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a patch note. Geralt will no longer interact with candles near chests or other inactive elements. Good. <laughs> Thank God. Um, but yeah, I've put a lot of hours in The Witcher. I uh, played some NHL 15. I missed the playoffs for the first time in my GM mode. RIP. Uh, I've been playing a shitload of CSGO, though. Good. Just trying to get back into it, trying to retrain my hand fully. How's the hand feeling? You haven't really given an update It's a that. lot better than it used to be with this kind of stuff. It's still mostly my pinky finger and ring finger are both pretty much... Like, they're not numb. Like, I can feel temperatures with them. Like, I can, if, like, they're near something hot, I can tell it's hot. Um, same same with cold. But, uh, like, the coordination and strength of them is just not there. So, like, I miss hit Q all the time. And, like, caps lock instead of shift. And, like, being able to hit control to crouch and stuff. Like, that stuff is still things I'm relearning. Uh, but it's gotten you a lot still- better. Can you still press F to pay respects? Yes. Oh, yeah. Very easily. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's all that matters. But 
I love the new operation. I think it's really cool. There are some super, super grindy quests, I guess, if you or I guess missions. We'll call them quests on RPG. They added lore too with this new operation. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's and like I've, I've been playing a little bit. I guess I, I didn't mention it during my playing. Like I haven't really been playing enough to really say I've been playing CS:GO. Mm-hmm. But anytime I like start a mission and it's like this guy was the best sniper we ever had, <laughs> I'm just like I don't give a shit. You're CS:GO. I don't come to you for I story. I do not care. It's out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, uh, there's some really... Gotta give, appreciate the effort, bro. Come on. Yeah, I do appreciate the effort, actually. Like, they tried. They tried. They tried a lot harder than Condition Zero did, so credit to them. <laughs> um, but if you look, if you guys haven't have only done a few missions and haven't kind of moused over, like, the later missions in your mission book thing, some of them are just ridiculous. Like, hours to complete. It, I'm trying to think of a good example of them right now. One is, like, get, like, 500 chicken kills. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? 500 like, chicken kills? As a CT. They all have to be as a CT. <laughs> that's the only thing I can kill consistently in that game, so... What you, can, what you do, though, is you just fucking always say you're watching Apartments and only queue Inferno, and there's always, like, nine chickens yeah. every round. God... It's just like well, it's not during like hot matches. You can usually play yeah. in like like they'll have an active duty group. It's for, like, a lot of fucking chickens, though. Is what I'm saying. It's a lot of goddamn no, so, chickens. Like, even if you're even if you're doing it during deathmatch and everybody was only focusing on chickens and not killing each other, like it would still be really. See, hard. I'm telling you, in three weeks when people are actually at that point, there's going to be just like you're going to go into a casual, you're going to go to a casual match, and there's going to be 18 dudes killing chickens and two people trying to actually play. <laughs> That's what it's gonna be. Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. End up like making the the reward for that like a dragon lore. There's something. one of them. Spend a million dollars in casual. What? Oh god. What? That's <laughs> like that's a buy. Force, Are you kidding? Force every single round. Yeah, it's not like, hard. It's not hard to do. But it's you're like, gonna see people sitting in spawn, forever, man. Yep. Sitting in like, spawn, after- throwing smoke grenade after smoke grenade just to buy another one. <laughs> That's pretty yeah, bad. I mean, it's 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 yeah. There's some. Like, I feel, I feel like they, they, there are certain elements to this they may have not thought all the way through. But I also got my first good uh, thing from a case ever. Whoa. I got a, I got a uh, um, chatterbox Galil. Nice. A really good looking skin too. On top of that, I actually don't like the majority of the rare skins. I don't think they look very good for the most part. But Chatterbox is pretty sick, actually. So, yeah. <laughs> I enjoy, I'm enjoying my time. I want to get back into Ranked. I think I'm going to go into Ranked solo just to start. Um, and then try to play with people after that. So, all right. That is about it. I've been grinding Street Fighter 2, of course. Uh, of course. Yeah, always on that. Like, I don't know if it's Steam's broken or what, but that game gets so laggy sometimes, and then other days is completely fine for, like, two hours. And then play for 30 minutes, every match is just horrible lag. But Are you playing, are you playing at the same time of day every day? No, it's been different times. Because a lot of it for me, it's just been, if I play even remotely, if I come home right from work and I play, it's mostly all European people I'm playing, so it's awful. Oh. But if it's, you know... Prime time, our time. It's East Coast people. So, so God forbid the U.S. the uh, PS4 edition. Ha <laughs> um, 
All right. We're going to take a quick two-minute commercial break, guys. If you never want to see commercials on this channel again, consider subscribing. You also get Cape Mod A, which is, you know, well worth the $4.99 a month. So we'll see you guys in two minutes here. We'll be right back. Nobody played Splatoon this week? What the fuck? Right. <laughs> I've been thinking about it. I, I want uh, to. But... I would, but what's your three? That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> I'm just I don't know. I don't I don't know that I, I wanna like go out and buy it. Like it does look really fun actually, but it's still like a, it's still a console shooter. Like I don't wanna play a shooter on a controller. Like I don't mind controllers for games where it makes sense, but Yeah. No matter what you do with it, it's still gonna be it's it's still kind of it's, it's still a, sh- a pseudo shooter on a controller. <laughs> do you still get the Infinity mode? Yes, of course you get the Infinity. <clears throat> I still That's not going anyway. anywhere. <clears throat> One Splatoon community night, yeah. Oh, it reminds me, I need to announce Black Ops 1 community night. Oh, God. A week from Monday. Get it installed, Might get boys. In that. Might get in on that. That's definitely happening. <clears throat> Maybe with SLI 970s, we'll get like 45 FPS. I know, right? <laughs> Dank. In the menus, in the menus, in the menus. Is where it's the worst. That's where it's the worst. I thought about loading that up today, but then I couldn't get out of bed. You would have loaded it up, and you would have seen zero. Zero servers, probably. Is what you would have seen. <clears throat> I actually have to make sure that uh, there's servers. I need to hop on and look around because I know that in. Um, like, like Brink, obviously not even the same popularity at all. But like Brink, there's no servers left. Like literally none. You have to like yeah. make your own game. <clears throat> so, Black Ops One does cost too much. Still, <laughs> it's like forty dollars. Still, makes no sense. That's Activision, baby. That's how we roll. Oh, on sale with the Activision Publishers catalog for fifteen percent off. <laughs> All of their old games. You can buy. You can buy all of their games with no servers for fucking, you know, like eighty nine dollars. You can buy World of War. You can buy World of War and just play with exclusively hackers. I love World of War. World of War is still like in the top twenty five games on Steam every day, though. God, it's like right at right at the bottom of the list. God, the fuck. (laughs) I like World of War. That was a fun game. Uh, Black Ops One Community Night is a week from Monday, June eighth. June 8th. <clears throat> All right, news time. Number one story basically hit yesterday or today. I don't know. I was drunk all weekend, so maybe it just hit for me today. Um, 980 Ti is now a thing that you can buy, and it's about 650 bucks, I believe. Good, good price. Like that, which That's is actually pretty, really good. It is a really good price. Um, it... Uh, it slots in right where it should, right where that price point puts it as well. Uh, it's just just a bit better than a 980. Well, a little more than a bit. Uh, and a bit worse than a Titan X. So, it's exactly where it should. Keep in mind, though, as people don't like realize this when you look at benchmark stuff, Titan X for gaming, that's not what you bought a Titan X for. It's part of it, and it's good that it's so good at gaming, but that card is for rendering. That's why it has 12 gigs of RAM and 
everything else. So, but 980 Ti, 650 bucks. If you have the money, pretty good. Pretty damn good. It's running games at 4K. Battlefield 4 at 4K at 60 FPS. We're so. still gonna we're still gonna recommend the 970 for the foreseeable future, though, just as an FYI. Yeah, I mean the thing. Yeah, the thing is that you can you can pretty much get two 970s for the price of a 980 Ti. Yeah. If you like, if you just have more money than you know what to do with, then sure, go with the 980 Ti. But like, for any normal <laughs> consumer, I'd be like, get a 970 and see if that's enough. Yeah. And if it's not, get another 970. Yep. I but don't f- drop $650 if you don't know that you need it. Yeah. I'm thoroughly enjoying it, so on 970s. Yeah, there's the build guide in chat right now for people who are here. Uh, we did come out with a new build guide. So that is a separate podcast you can go watch on YouTube uh, where they focus on hardware. We had our guest this time was uh, Jacob Freeman from EVGA. Stop by. He did a build. Uh, him and Shannon both were just crazy near 3K builds <laughs> they put on this. You can um, tell these guys get their like yeah. their hardware for free because they're like, yeah, <laughs> let me just make this insane build that yeah. is 3K. <clears throat> but uh, you can check out all the, the normal builds that we always do on there, 500, 800, uh, 1300, and 1800. Um, with the 970 is now an $800 build. So, I mean, that's not a lot of money to get really good performance at this point. So, yeah. Uh, Definitely check if you're that gaming out. in 1080p, you yeah. should just get a 970. Don't be me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, a 970, like, I, I game at 1080, and a 970 is probably good enough for just about everything you want to do. Mm-hmm. But, like, you, can't, you cannot run GTA 5 and Witcher 3 in games that really do push the envelope. Like, you cannot run them maxed out and keep, you know, 60-plus constant. Yeah. So there is, you know, there is something to be said for getting... Uh, something above a 970, but like we're, I don't think many. Not people a 980. Need that. Two 970s is what you get at yeah, that. Point. I don't, like a I don't 980 think is yeah. marginally better. Like even even me, right? I'm an enthusiast, and I still basically like I'll turn a couple things down, and I can max <laughs> out just about everything else. So yeah. it's like I I don't think it's worth most people going for a card better than a 970. Yeah. So. Unless you get one 980 for free, then buy the second 980. Yes. Sure. You do that. And the 970 right now, if you didn't know, for just, like, tonight. So if you have tonight to get a video card, you can get Witcher 3 and Batman Arkham Knight with it. Uh, I think that deal goes away tomorrow, so. They'll yeah, probably I heard do a new deal, though. Yeah. They'll give you the deal if you buy it days late. They don't care. So, following that up with some more deals, yes, it's coming. And it's coming early this year. Steam Summer Sale will be on June 11th. Uh, if you're new to PC gaming or you haven't experienced one of the big Steam sales before, uh, you know, you're going to get some deals. Um, for those of us who have been doing this for five years, it is oftentimes hard to find things to buy at this point. But <laughs> there is usually, There's usually buy. like two or three marquee games that will go on sale the first time for like 50% or 75% off. Yeah. And those are like, those will be worth calling out. But for, for people that are new to or newer to gaming, the Steam sales are always a good time to look and see games that, like, they go on sale almost every Steam sale. Mm-hmm. Like Killing Floor, Just Cause 2, like, staples that you can get a ton of time out of yeah. that are, like, between 2 and $5. Yeah. 
Yeah, I recommend watching or following Total Biscuits YouTube channel during Steam sales and watching his sailbox videos. They're really good. Yes. Even if you don't like Total Biscuit, his sailbox videos are stellar. Fucking. Yeah, he'll incredible. point out. He'll point out good deals. Like my brother-in-law made a PC last summer, um, right around the summer sale, and ended up getting like a library of twenty or thirty games for not much money, on top of the cost of his PC. So uh, immediately a good library of games, uh, and pretty much everything goes on sale. I do it for my wife. Like my wife has a pretty decent Steam library full of games that are like four or five bucks. I'm gonna buy them for the you know off chance that she decides she wants to play video games for a weekend. There you go. So June 11th, it is quite early. It's about a month earlier than it usually is. It's usually last week of June, I believe. Yeah, yeah, or early. It's always on my. It's always on my birthday. Like it starts right around my birthday, which is June 26th. Yeah. So, yeah, KF2. There's there's a lot of stuff you can get off there that's really good for cheap. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Witcher go on sale for like a little bit off. Thirty three percent off or something. Yeah. Yeah, My money be on twenty five. Yeah. And that's a good game for that. Especially, you heard how much Tim has played it and has barely scratched the surface. So, uh, AJ is doing our review of Witcher 3. Um, these guys did a good roundtable you can check out on the site as well for Witcher 3. Uh, but AJ's like 70 hours or something in, and he's almost he's up there done now. and almost ready for the review. <laughs> like, So, yeah, you can get a lot AJ out of it. AJ has very good reviews, too, if you've never watched them. They're some of the best. Yeah, he's really Fuck good. Fuck AJ, at it. but his reviews are good. <laughs> <laughs> So, next bigger news story of this week, Soma comes out in September. If you guys don't know what Soma is, uh, it is the new horror game from the makers of the Amnesia series, Frictional Games. Uh, This time not working with the Chinese room, I don't believe, on Soma. Soma is sort of a technology-driven horror game, which is a little little different than what they've done in the past with, like, Victorian horror and giant monsters and stuff. Uh... There's 12 minutes of gameplay out there on the interwebs that you can watch now. Um, they are the masters of atmosphere. It is not just cheap jump scares in Amnesia I want this games. Game. Uh, this game looks incredible already, and it will be coming out in September. Like I said, 12, 12 minutes of gameplay out there. If you want to kind of avoid that, I wouldn't blame you, especially with these type of games. But keep an eye out for that. Their games are usually about twenty bucks, so they're never they're not putting out sixty dollar AAA price stuff. So keep an eye on Soma. Um, yeah, looks really good. Check out the gameplay. I just put it in the chat. We'll have it, of course, in the uh, in the write up of the podcast on Tuesday. So September for Soma, the Mad Max game. Now the Mad Max movie is getting huge reviews from everywhere. It was fucking phenomenal. I haven't seen it yet. I need to see it. Um, I need to go, too. Hutch has been praising it to me nonstop. Do do yourselves a favor. It is seriously fucking amazing. So the game, though, doesn't follow the movie at all, we've found out. Uh, It is sort of on its own. Uh, A lot of the characters aren't even in it or in the movie. Obviously, Max is in the game. This is made by the dudes who made Just Cause. Uh, so you can expect some sort of insanity. It's made by Avalanche Studios. Uh, but in PC Gamer's little look at the game, you might want to wait till reviews hit for this one because it looks like it doesn't quite know what it wants to be. Uh, I read over this full uh, look at the Mad Max game, and basically it's like Batman 
crossed with like Just Cause crossed with like a driving game, but it's not particularly good at any of those things. <laughs> so that was their early look. It doesn't come out until November, I don't believe, or even December. Uh, but it's it's sounding like it's very rough around the edges right now. The the combat is kind of stiff and. Uh, there's a lot of upgrading your car, but no sort of reason why. Um, so I don't know. You may want to wait till the reviews. Like I said, Avalanche has a great track record. We all love Just Cause 2. Uh, so these guys can make a good game. Uh, it's just a matter of if they tried to do too much, which is what it kind of, what it kind of sounds like. But yeah, it strikes me as a game. You probably want to like wait and see what other people think of it just because it is, uh, it's unproven. Like yeah. a lot of the a lot of these licensed type of games don't yeah, like, aren't often... great to begin with. And uh I don't know. I'm not I can't really tell from all of the like the preview, the impressions and stuff what mm-hmm. like what the game really is, like what the core piece of it is. Yeah. Uh you would think they would just wanna I mean you wouldn't have to do it if, you would wanna make this like a GTA style thing is what you I would think. Focus a lot on cars. But it apparently isn't totally focused on that, so I don't know. We'll see. You guys will have to keep an eye on it. Like I said, it comes out in the fall when everything else comes out. <laughs> so <clears throat> another big game for the fall, Need for Speed. Uh, that series is coming back fully rebooted. Uh, they're going back to basics, they say. Um, it's going to require an always online connection to play, which didn't actually end up boning too well for the crew, although it sounded great in practice. It <clears throat> or, uh, sounded great as an idea. It was not that great in practice. Um, but we'll have to see. It comes out November 3rd. We already have a leaked release date for this. Mike Pollock is excited. Everyone else is kind of waiting for reviews on this <laughs> one, I would think. Uh, <clears throat> we'll see. It's... I, mean, I think at this point you either know if you're buying Need for Speed or not. Like, yeah. They put out these games every year. Yeah. So they said they're kind of rebooting because the last few games have not been good. So, I don't know. We'll see if it don't comes say. back to an underground-type vibe. Those games are really good. The thing is, the crew should have been that, but it's just not a very good arcade racer. It's good at a lot of other things. My hardest like choice to recommend game that I've ever played... To be like, well, maybe you should get the crew, I guess. Maybe. If if you like some crew things. <laughs> yeah, that's like, how a lot of people felt about it. Like, I enjoyed the crew, but I also... I beat the whole game, but... Also very conflicted on whether or not it was a good game. <laughs> um, so I had quick, fun with this beta. I'm glad I didn't buy the game, though. Oh, from, man. Just from what I've seen of it. I just, the story I don't know. is so batshit crazy. That is a game that APL should play on stream through the single player because it's just so ridiculous. Um, but yeah, some quick pieces of news now. Dirty Bomb goes full open beta on Tuesday. You can go get the game. No more keys needed. So John was praising it a little uh, when we were talking about the games section of the podcast. So Dirty Bomb, looking good. Also, shout-outs to Splash Damage. It was the 12th anniversary of E.T. this past week. And there was a bunch of stuff yeah. I saw on Twitter about that. <laughs> there was a, I think there was a YouTube video that uh, I guess someone must have made recently, or it resurfaced or something, which is like some, some epic uh, moments from, uh, from the E.T. days, like in some matches. 
It's yeah. like a ten minute video. It's so good. It's fucking the feels, dude. <laughs> That's what I kept saying. I was like, oh man. This game looks a little bit like that. Kinda want it. Uh <clears throat> but yeah. I have faith that it'll be like I think they want it to be the good parts of ET mixed in like a modern day shooter. Wasn't it? Like those up? I feel like those guys still have the passion for what they're making. I'm just not sure that the I'm not sure they can recreate the magic that was ET. Didn't aren't they signed with like ESL or something to do competitive? I'm sure I'm stuff? sure they're going to do something. <clears throat> there, yeah, there's a bit of a budding competitive scene based on what I've seen. Um, I mean, it looks like you can definitely like, do that. You know. Yeah. No, I mean, I was watching it today. It was really, really good. Actually, I was enjoying it a lot. Cool. Well, there you go. You can all try it on Tuesday. It'll be completely open then. I managed to get a key last week. <laughs> Pretty late into this. <laughs> uh, but as for those of you who are into The Witcher right now, but are also really wanting some news on the next RPG from CD Projekt Red. Because immediately people started asking about this. If you all forgot about this, one of the most insane trailers for a game ever, or I guess teaser, I don't even know. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is a game... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is a game that uh, is in development right now, uh, based off a tabletop RPG. Uh, the dudes who make The Witcher, of course, are doing it with the guy who made the the tabletop RPG and it had one of the most crazy amazing sort of pre-rendered trailers that we've ever seen just like I wanted to be in that world this girl has like spikes come out of her arms and rips some cotton it's pretty crazy you should go look up if you haven't seen it um, but so of course when Witcher 3 came out people were like <laughs> yo what's up with Cyberpunk 2077 and CD Projekt Red's official answer was there will be no news on that game in 2015 or 2016. So you won't hear anything about this game. It said those are the years of The Witcher. So I'll be done with the game by then. I like that attitude Maybe. a lot. Yes. I really do. <clears throat> I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, so they are not releasing anything. They're only going to talk about The Witcher 3 this year and then the huge DLCs that are coming out for Witcher 3 in 2016. By the way... They aren't putting out DLCs for the game until 2016. So props for them just to like make two fully fleshed out essentially expansions uh, as their DLC for 25 bucks season pass price. But a hell of a lot more content than you get with most of those packages. I think it's 10 to 20 hours per, they said, something like that. Um, adds like If you rush areas. through it, probably. Probably yeah. roughly 60 each then if so, I'm playing it. Um, yeah, props to them. Like Brandon said, focus on the game, focus on the task at hand. <laughs> They've put out like what four a fifth patch coming tomorrow so far with The Witcher Three. Like yeah, all new quests, and good stuff. patches, adding new quests, like the little DLCs that are free, but just like making the game run better for everyone. Yeah. Every patch that comes out, it runs better no matter what machine you're running on. Even if you have a high end machine, like I, I'm seeing performance increases, and I haven't really seen any performance hits. Like I just like this game just feels better now. As it comes out. So I'm glad that they're actually doing that. So a couple more little pieces of news. Women's team is finally coming to FIFA. By the way, the Women's World Cup is actually super hype if you've never seen it. Um, So women's team is finally coming to FIFA 16 for the first time. Kind of crazy that it's taken this long. 
Uh, but yes, that'll be in FIFA 16. If there is a FIFA still left, <laughs> I know this happened in real in reality with the people who run FIFA um, getting arrested. So yes, uh, and Isaac Rebirth will be getting daily challenges and leaderboards. This works super well with Spelunky. Uh, if you paid any attention to that game, there's like a daily challenge each day, and then you would try to people would try to get high scores on it. So I'm I'm pretty psyched for this. They haven't revealed how they will score these daily challenges, so we'll have to see when Afterbirth comes out. So how's that going to work? Like, does everyone will get the same seed? Everyone will get the same seed for that day, and then there will be a score based on something. Like, I don't okay. know if they, they haven't revealed how they're going to score it yet. So. New releases this week. June 1st, Game of the Year. Hatred releases tomorrow. <laughs> if you really want to pick that up and play a mediocre shooter, there you go. <clears throat> June 2nd, of if you course. Wanna, if you want to reward, uh, like, people that just want to press. Yeah, there you go. go <laughs> That's buy the way game. to do it. Go buy, yeah, yeah. go buy a game that probably isn't very good. <laughs> June 2nd, Dirty Bomb, of course, heads into yeah. open beta, as we've already said. June 4th, Duck Game comes out. I'm pumped for Duck Game because we're going to play it on Saturday after we get it. We already got a code for it from Adult Swim Games. Shout out to them. It is like a crazy four-player co-op, like incredibly fast-paced. You spawn in a level, and there are weapons in the level, and then you grab them all, and you are all ducks. Oh my god, we are going to hate each other. Yeah, salt will flow on that one. It's like a a good Smash Brothers. Yeah, it it, it sounds a lot like that. Uh, That was (laughs) shots for fun. Soft shots being fired, (laughs) goddamn. So I'm excited. I just saw for the one level. Game. These levels are actually pretty. Yeah, it's in, crazy in fast. Depth. Crazy fast. Uh, but June fifth, D four comes out, and I have heard a lot of press on this game. It looks sort of like a Telltale type mystery, but with I don't know. It looks this is uh, season one of D four. Um, Dark Dreams Don't Die is the full name, but they actually just call it D four. Dark Dreams Don't Die. I like uh, that. I like that. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, it's it looks pretty cool. Uh, you might want to check it out. No prices on it yet, but it comes out uh, June 5th, as I said. It looks cool. PC Gamer has done a lot of coverage of it. And if you look on their page, like a bajillion awards from little shows. Uh, so it looks it looks cool. The art is also awesome. Very Borderlands slash Telltale I like the style. art style. It's like cell shaded. Yeah, very cool stuff. Um, so hopefully it's really good. It looks good. D four was great. So there you go. A recommendation from chat. D four was great. <clears throat> um, and that is it for releases this week. And that is it for the news. There you go, guys. And we are gonna head straight on in to the viewer questions. Slide right into those DMs. And the first question here from. Darkwing02. Is there a raid happening in chat right now? This would be random and new. Oh my goodness. Um, Darkwing02 asks, What three games do you regret buying at launch price? Whether it was $20, $30, or $60. Because usually $60, of course, is the most regret possible. (laughs) Um, This is pretty easy for me. I feel like I have an answer, but it's it's a cop-out answer because it's too easy. Brink? No. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> no, I mean, I guess maybe it wasn't that easy. I would say no, Call of Duty Ghosts, but Modern I Modern Warfare that one. 3 would be mine pretty easy. I... Oh, it might have been for me if I had bought that shit game. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, would, wait, actually, I would I say that. I would say Modern Warfare 3 is close for me. I had uh, a lot of fun. Thank you, I Future put, Man like, Gaming, for the host in the raid. Thank you. Um, and gaming. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say six Frank. hours in Modern Warfare Three. I don't remember playing that game for six hours. <laughs> Ouch! It's Let's actually see. I paid ten dollars an hour for the privilege to try that game. Uh, so Modern Warfare Three sucked, but I honestly expected Modern Warfare Three to not be very good. You know, it was kind of like the uh, I'm really hoping I'm wrong. I, I hope that they prove me wrong. Let's go into it kind of thing, but. I didn't have high hopes for it to begin with because that was sort of the beginning of the end for for uh, Call of Duty. Yeah, as a, as a franchise in, in quality at least, um, Brink for me was definitely the biggest letdown. Did you get it at sixty? Uh, I did. I get. I got it on the day it launched. I was super hyped for it. I made a video. I made a home front video on my YouTube channel. Back <laughs> I love. I loved home front. Dude. Home front was fucking baller. I was still a console gamer back then, and they had dedicated servers on console, and it blew everybody's fucking minds. The connection still on Steam. So good. I might buy uh, that. I don't, think, I, don't know, I, think, I think the server it went is. Down a while ago. Nobody plays it. Um, Single player is decent. I made so I made a brink video on my YouTube channel saying I played this game at my first PAX East and it was going to be so good and it played so great and then brink came out so one great one great well I think we listen, all know listen I I think we can all we can all take a mulligan on brink it should have been excellent yeah it should have been it was splash damage great. knows they made a boo boo <laughs> yes they know. They're good people. Yeah, you can ask, you can Having ask them what they the think about that helped that game come out. I I fully believe that they know what they did. <laughs> yeah, we talked to the one dude. Yeah, Pax for a while about that. <laughs> <laughs> Over some um, drinks. For uh, me, my biggest regret of buying a game would be Day of Defeat Source, mainly because I played a lot of one point three. I played a lot of one point three. How much did Brandon. you pay for Day of Defeat Source? Twenty bucks. For oh no. Uh, that, yeah. that, no, he said any price then. point. He said any price this, point. This was this so. was whenever it was brand new. Um, I played a lot of 1.3 competitively, so we beta tested Source. A lot of us, and it played like 1.3 just on better graphics. And then when that game released, it completely was it pulled a brink. It was not what we played before. It was completely different. Yeah. Everything behaved differently, and it just it disappointed all of us that had played the game. At one point three, like for so many years, so that's kind of where it came out with me. That is that is always that's like the sinking feeling. That was what I got with Brink. It wasn't even that Brink was like the most atrocious piece of shit I've ever played. It was like it was really bad, really really bad. But there was I I got maybe like you know three three days worth of playing it with a buddy, and it was that it was that sinking feeling that slowly creeps up on you, where you slowly have to admit that oh wow this game is actually pretty fucking garbage like it took me a little while because i just didn't want to admit it it was just the slow acceptance of oh my god this game just sucks and i was so excited for it it could have been so good one of the biggest letdowns of my entire uh gaming life i have two that immediately spring to mind and it's a real battle let me tell you between these two for the biggest regret ever (sighs) man it's got to be either Cod Ghosts, 
What a mm. mistake that was. Yeah, no one to blame. <laughs> I, I never bought I got, I got that for free on console, and I am mad that I spent the time to install that to my hard drive <laughs> on my console. So that oh, should tell man. you how bad it was. But I think number one, I think number one has got to be Wildstar. Oh, yeah. It's just brought up in chat. And the reason uh, is... No, not announced that I wasn't part of the news. Wildstar is going free-to-play. Wildstar is going free-to-play. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna, I'll get another try. If it's free, why not? Here's the thing. Here's why Wildstar is probably number one. I paid $60 for the game. Then I didn't get to play it for like the first three days because the servers were overloaded. And then I paid for two months of that shit, too, on top of that. So... That's like ninety dollars. That's, that's a bad feeling. Yeah, it's a bad feel, and it's a very and, bad feeling. And the second month that I paid for, I didn't even play. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I probably paid for about a month of that game that I never played. Um, but I, I still had fun with it for the very brief period of time I played it. Like considering it was an MMO that was supposed to like you know kill WoW and everything, and people like honestly believed it may have had the potential. Mm-hmm. Like it, it would it it's. It, oh my god! Just so fast. Just one day, I just didn't want to play it anymore. I was me like, too. What's the weirdest experience? It, it was the same day because you were still living with me at that time yeah, too. I was, I was it was just like the same day. We were like, "Well, we like we went to bed like a that wall night. in that game." Like, yeah, we we like went to bed that night. Both had played it the night before and woke up the next morning, and neither of us had the desire to play WildStar anymore. I, it, that's the best way I can describe it. I'm honestly having a hard time coming up with the words to describe how I felt about Wild. There was Star. like a wall in that game where the fun just ran out. Like it wasn't yeah. even anything in the game. It was weird that I can specifically point to either. Uh, yeah, like, like I really wish I could. I could like eh. pick a reason why it just stopped being fun, so I could like you know. I don't know, like if, if if I were to ever hypothetically meet up with like a dev for that game at a party at, at an industry party or something, and he was like, "So what didn't you like about it?" I really wish I would be able to tell him so that they could, you yeah. know, hopefully take some of that feedback into account for the next time they make a game. But I really, I just got nothing. Leveling was excruciating after a while. That was after like, like level twenty, it was really bad. Yeah, the um, combat was great. I loved the art style. The story was pretty interesting, but the fucking quests were so bad. Yeah, they were like they were yeah. like vanilla wow bad, and I think that was the problem. Yeah, like I just really think that yeah. that was the. And problem. the only reason I made it wow through bad. vanilla wow is because this was a whole new experience in two thousand. Yeah, vanilla wow yeah. was bad, yeah. but it was so new that it was great. Like, yeah, yeah. At the time, so many it was, different it was animal pelts than what that we you can get before. <laughs> WoW was less hardcore than the stuff that came before it at the time. WoW was just exploring and teaching you about the world and all of the different Whipper fruits. Whipper tubers, bitches. Yeah, fucking farm fell wood all day. All day. <laughs> I, had, I personally had no problem with Wildstar. I mean, leveling was a bitch, but I, I quit because there was only like three of us level 50 and there was nothing to do. And I wasn't pugging that shit with anyone because the pugs I did go in were right. just worse than WoW pugs, so... I think that SimCity is a brink, though. People were mentioning SimCity. Like, SimCity is a brink in that it looks real good on paper. And then when it came out, it was just... Like, Cod Ghost, I kind of knew that was going to suck, but I still regret that $60, like, quite a bit. Wildstar, man, I don't know. <laughs> I wanted I Wildstar know. to be good. That's the problem. I, like, I really, really wanted it to be good. And that's where it co- like, I think that's where it comes in the most disappointing stuff. Like, Day of Defeat Source, it's a good game Ooh, for its man. own thing. Yeah, I got tons me, of regret. I expected one thing, and then yeah. 
I got something else. Chat just reminding me of all my bad decisions right now. Fucking Watch Dogs. Oh my oh god. Oh god. That was, I beat that, that whole good. game. Don't don't bring that kind of language in here. Oh. And you played through it, like, just played through. Like, you didn't go back and complete it. You played through <sighs> that game. Just, poor just to remind yourself. It's okay. It'll be okay. Also, Dan. you know what's creeping up there though? Now, a month after release, MKX unfortunately is going in that bin so far. How much have you actually really? given MKX a chance though, Dan? I've given it a couple hours, but I mean, <laughs> okay. But like, I mean, I don't know. I have no desire to play it. That's the thing. It's not even others like good. I just have no. When I could be playing Street Fighter, <laughs> I'd rather be playing that. Fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah. I still, I still think Mortal Kombat is a fighting game for non-fighting game players. That's it. Like, if if you actually like fighting games, you're going to play Street Fighter, or you're going to play a good game like Smash Brothers. But whatever. <laughs> um, I see you. <laughs> that is like I, I cannot. You I had cannot to get that in. You had to get that in. By I the way, I cannot call Street Fighter a bad game and, and say it in any kind of series. And Street Fighter is fucking amazing. I just don't like it. By the way, but, if everyone did not see KB Mod. Of all things, made oh, yeah. a top ten smash countdown on YouTube that has like fifty thousand views. Yeah, and it's Hardballer getting four stocked twice by CPUs. <laughs> <laughs> it was the by top a, ten wrecked by Luigi. CPU. <laughs> yeah, level nine Luigi just beating the hell out of him. It was, just, it was great because they, they had to so provide good. context. We had a net play tournament. There was like a brief minute where everybody, where KB Mod was like into PM Project Melee. It's a mod. A brief enough it. moment they put on a whole a whole. The dudes yeah, we, put on a whole tourney. Yeah, there was there was a whole. We did a net play tournament at Hardballer. There, there was an uneven amount of players, <laughs> so one person had to go up against CPU, and that was Hardballer. And Hardballer, I, I'm pretty sure I had never played before. Either that, or he's just the worst video game player in existence. Because he maybe played he like three rounds like before, three times in a row before the CPU actually got his hands on him. Yeah, it was bad. It was it's... it was not a good look for Hardballer. <laughs> like that was that Fat was Attack's commentary is really actually amazing. Himself. Like Fat Attack doesn't really know how to commentate the game, but it's like yeah. such a good commentary for what's happening to Hardballer. Because at one point, Fat Attack is just like, I'm out of words. Like, I got nothing, dude. I can't even describe this. It's so yeah. bad. It's like it was. <laughs> it was. It was a sight to behold. All right. Next question at Italicize asks via Twitter: Which of the current podcasters would be easiest to eat, and why? Account for fat hair, etc. If mm. we're going with ease of eating, I gotta go with John here. Yeah, he's slim and trim. I- yeah. yeah, but my my ass, dude. She's talking about hair again. We got to go back there. There's a lot of meat back there, and hair's just yeah. That's a hairy ass, dude. So I'm sure the meat's good, Man. but All right, I gotta nice go. If that's the case, I gotta go with me or blah. In this case, I probably go with blah. I don't know. Well, no, I Nick's. I think I'd be probably pretty hairy. I'm pretty hairy. Yeah, I'm Italian. <laughs> so Tim's too big. Tim is straight. I've got, straight. I've got not easy. I'm a tall man. The thing is, is like anybody you're gonna eat, I assume we're gonna cook the motherfucker. Yeah. And you don't you don't eat a chicken with his feathers on. You're gonna shave the guy. You're gonna pluck that. You're gonna you're gonna kill him. <laughs> There's a lot of effort that goes butcher to butcher him. You're gonna That's kill first. him. That's you're first. Gonna, you gotta kill the you're guy. Gonna get, you're gonna take out his teeth and shit. Like you're not you're not just gonna go. You're not just gonna walk up to him and say, "Hey, how you doing?" And sink your teeth in. You gotta have some prep. 
So I yeah. feel like hair hair is not that much of a deal unless it's somebody with like a shitload of facial hair. Mm. Um and and that you're gonna have to spend a long time removing it. And like yeah. I guess body hair too, but like even that you're not gonna be eating the skin, you're going for the meat, right? Yeah. So I feel like hair isn't that big of an issue. See, Brandon, I, I gotta go for I gotta go for Dan right. because Dan, I mean, he's like you've got you've got enough fat on you where I think it cook nicely, cool. and you're, like you're not that big, <laughs> so it's yeah. I, I think mean, that's a compliment as well. You cook quickly as well. I would cook quickly. Yeah, you'd make a so. hell of a brisket. I'd like some like smoked <laughs> Dan butt. Yeah. I mean, like, have you like when you see the when they put the pigs on top of like the the fire pit? I feel like I mean I could do that with you. You're, put an yeah. apple in Dan's mouth. Size. I, mean, I put problem, an apple in Dan's mouth. The problem here is I agree with you guys, but I can't eat myself. So that's true. <laughs> I mean, I could I mean, technically, just, I guess. Just look at that motherfucker. I mean, look she's at, just uh, she's asking which one would be easiest to eat. So you can still say yourself. You can vote. Oh for yourself. yeah. All right, I vote for me then. I don't it's, vote for Tim. Tim is last. It's all right. Tim Tim's a tall guy. Tim's so like six be, four. That's a lot. Tim of and Brandon are. Tim and Brandon are both a lot of dude to eat. I mean, you just you wouldn't you be able to fit Tim in the oven easily. I, I gotta say though, Brandon's makeup probably not the best meat. I'll be honest. That's just like oh, yeah. root He's... beer and like hot pockets and well, like we're we're talking dogs. about we're talking about ease of eating. Which as far as okay. Brandon is concerned, Brandon has lived his entire life around the motto of ease of eating. That's like a good you know point. he's. He's True. all about the convenience. So, if anything, you probably just pop, pop Brandon in the microwave in a silver sleeve and come out <laughs> piping hot. <laughs> He'd be fi- he's been preparing for this shit all his life. Whereas, I mean, some of us, I don't know. I, th- I think Brandon he might he might just have enough preservatives in him to to be an easy cook. You know what I mean? Can't argue right. with that. If we're that. gonna talk about tastiest, I just I like I look at I look at. Dan Johnson and my mouth just starts watering. That, that guy's that's some good eats. I would, I would better believe I would eat Dan Johnson. Oh, I have a hard you. time not eating him on my day to day. Would you use Guy Fieri utensils to eat him though? And the no, no, no. And I, I may be money. I may taste like money, but <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, can, can we can Guy Fieri be on this list? Because I feel like he's kind of an honorary podcast member because he gets mentioned so much. Yeah, I bet that dude is tasty too. I'll be honest. You think those frosted tips would be easy to eat? Are you kidding? Probably not. No, <laughs> they're probably rock solid. I kind of want to be the guy that shaves Fieri before this. Like that. See, like, you can use his frosted him. tips as like skewers. You know, <laughs> yeah, just little like little toothpicks, little I little think, guy hors d'oeuvres. I think you like, could make a documentary. Just off of the conversation you're having with Guy Fieri as you prepare him to be eaten. <laughs> he's like, he knows full Like, as you happen. shave him and, like, rub him down. Like, <laughs> he knows the best way to prepare himself, so. Like, Probably would does. he be, would he's, he's he be sad or would he be like, I'm going to be some money eats? Like, would he be, <laughs> like, I don't know. Or would he is, be I think sad you, to go? You might have to, you'd have to, like, put him in the, in the pot and then slowly turn the heat up so that he doesn't get spooked and run. <laughs> Do you think Guy Fieri would be served at a diner, a drive-in, or a dive? <laughs> well, that's a great question. That I'm is the best dive. podcast question. You know what? A dive? I'm thinking a dive. I'm thinking a diner, actually. You think a diner? A diner. I can see him in a diner for sure. Like, especially like in a, you know, a Pennsylvanian one where like, yeah. you know, like they he might seems, just scrapple. He seems I feel amicable. Like, you know. I feel like if you, if you don't serve scrapple, you probably don't serve Guy Fieri. Yeah, I'm with you. 
I'm with he's, you. He's some, some good down-home eating. <laughs> oh, next question, some advice. asked for in this one. Oh, well, sorry, Brandon. I didn't see that when I put it in there. Thank you for correcting me. Guy who asked to remain anonymous writes via email, I am a young lad from the great land of England. I'm moving to the States in about three months' time. Have you got any helpful tips or information that could set, help me settle in? What are the things I need to know now before moving? Social example, social norms. Your answer would be highly appreciated. P.S. I'm moving to Boston. Well, you already fucked up. Don't yeah, go to Boston. Up. Boston sucks. Boston's terrible. It's been well uh, documented on this podcast, the shittiness of Boston. I mean, you're used to <laughs> shitty weather, so Boston won't seem as bad <laughs> yeah. to mo- to, as, as it would to most people. Yeah. Um, because well, I don't know where from England you are, but I, whenever somebody says England, I instantly assume London because I'm an uncultured swine. But um, you're probably used to shitty streets as well. London's got more like narrow streets, but it's not. Yeah. It's not like as actually. That's a good point, un- though. I feel like to navigate. I feel like a Boston. lot of the a lot of the streets in uh, in England are really old, and so Boston's yeah. kind of that same way. Like you'll be yeah. used to, yeah. you know, weird like weird intersections and just like like poorly paved roads. And Boston all sorts was, of things. Boston was basically built by a schizophrenic and several shitty cavemen. Like, yeah. that's it's it's a <laughs> shit God. city. It's a shit city laid out in a way that makes no sense to human beings, and Boston should feel terrible for existing. Um, but that being said, London's kind of the same way. So yeah. it just has a lot more history and Big Ben and shit. So it's it's not going to be that rough of a transition for you. One thing you should know is that our chocolate is way worse than yours. Don't don't like get just get used to not having chocolate or get ready to pay out the ass for some shipping, uh, because like Cadbury out here is just like it's all supplied by like Hershey. I think there's like some big controversy where like I think I'm pretty sure it's Cadbury doesn't use like their actual chocolate in America because of some deal that's like 75 years old, and as a result, Cadbury is shit in this country compared to what it is in England. On the other hand, we actually like have our best real advice we can provide. Our yeah. real food is actually way better. Don't go, to, better. Boston. <laughs> don't go like, to Boston. With it. Land in Boston, then immediately drive out. Don't expect to be eating any bangers and mash. Don't expect to, you know, like you can go out for a hamburger or some pizza, and it's actually going to taste like food. On well, in Boston, he can get like a good lobster sandwich. Yeah, like some great lobster. seafood. Bunch here's, of potatoes. Yeah, expect. See, here's what you need to do. You need to order pizza right away. Because, I'm sorry, but the pizza where you're at right now, it all sucks. It's all shit. Yeah. Okay? So, get to America where we make real pizza. We don't make Helpful anything tips else would be ma- like, Make sure you keep your accent, because everyone loves British yes. accents. Oh, so yeah. Like, you, will get great, you will get great service. Uh, like, women will hit on you. You will just, you'll have an amazing time if you just have, like, lean into your accent and tell them you're a tourist. Also, it'll be fine. Also, definitely um, keep being polite and stuff because the social norms here are to not be polite at all. So keep being polite. People in That's America are rude assholes. <laughs> yeah, there just make go. sure, like, just be along to go along with your accent. Just like be British, be real. Yeah, yeah, be really British. <laughs> like, call people governor. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a little far. Do a lot of things that British people don't even actually do over there, but we think they do. Yeah, do those things. Whatever stereotype you can think of, just do buy that. Buy a monocle now. 
before you leave, because I don't think we have those here. You guys are being so stereotypical about Boston. Boston was a shit experience for me, and it will always stick with me as being a shit experience. The great thing, the one, the one good go. thing is that because you're going to Boston... Uh, like you're, you would normally have to get used to driving on the other side of the road. In Boston, it's not gonna. Matter. It's not gonna matter. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what you do, you're gonna die. Like, you're gonna get lost. You're gonna be cold. You're gonna slip on some ice. And you're gonna careen into a pub. Yeah, that's just what happens in Boston. That is the life cycle of a Bostonian. You, you're born, you freeze nearly to death, and then you die in a horrible traffic collision because your road system sucks and is covered in ice all the time. Fuck Boston. Boston has one good thing, and that's that Harpoon Brewery we went to that first night of PAX East. That was delicious. Because they had delicious pretzels and delicious right, beers. Right, I'll give you that, Boston. Boston. They, they, they got some beers. I'll give they you got that, beers Boston. There. Yes, good um, beers. You know what? Here's, here's one thing that's important. Speaking of traffic, you do want to keep your British accent, but not when you're walking out in public and like if it's one thing when you're when you're at a bar when you're at, out with for some friends turn on the england but when you're walking around you can't drop your guard cuz people people hear the english and the, like the really english accent they're going to just i mean those that's a bunch of irish people up in boston they're going to kill you motherfucker you need to, when you're walking around when somebody almost hits you with their car which will happen out here because americans don't give a fuck repeat after me i'm walking here <laughs> You gotta master that, or you're dead. <laughs> Critical survival skill in America. Blah. Sage advice. Sage advice. You're welcome. I just saved that guy's life. Now for some more advice. Yeah, you did. Which we probably are not medically cleared to give, but we're gonna give it anyway. Jake writes via email, Hey guys, I played a metric ass ton of video games when I was a teenager, and now I have carpal tunnel at the age of 20. That fucking sucks. That's a lot of video games. I am wondering how you guys prevent or deal with carpal tunnel or other ergonomic injuries from spending so much time on the computer slash playing video games. Do any of you have injuries like this? I don't. I've actually escaped it. Um, A good way, by the way, pro tip coming in here because uh, I thought that I had carpal tunnel, but it turns out that was just some mini strokes happening. So there you go. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So here's the pro tip. Here's the pro tip, right? I like. I like how your advice yeah. is basically no, no, like, I'm well, you actually advice. might not have carpal tunnel. You yeah, might you be might having be dying. strokes You might be dead, dying. So yeah. don't worry about you it. You might be dying. Um, <laughs> but if you're not dying, you get your brain checked. Here's then... how to test if you have carpal tunnel. I learned this because I thought it was carpal tunnel for a long time, but I was literally having t- tiny strokes. That was actually a thing. So you take your fists like this, and if you press them together, and if you get any numbness doing that in your wrists or hands... Uh, then you do have carpal tunnel. So that's a good way to test. Because you'll get, like, numbness that'll shoot up your arm if you do this. So. Shit. But, yeah. Uh, I would say I've always kept my keyboards kind of... You know how most keyboards have the little legs on the back? I always keep them up, usually. I don't know if that has anything to do with it for me. I actually keep mine down. So, but... uh, Surprisingly, I've never dealt with it. Uh, my dad has had it in both wrists. He's he's had uh, operations at separate times mm-hmm. on both wrists. So I was I just kind of assumed like he's he's like a workaholic kind of guy, and uh, I always assumed that I would end up with it by like twenty five. But somehow I've managed to avoid it. I always by also playing a shit ton of video games. And I always a felt lot. like, and I have no again no scientific proof for this or anything, 
But I feel like if you were playing console games during that time, or you weren't typing a lot and just doing like WASD type stuff, I feel like that is probably less harmful to those things than it is being like a typist. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, I would say so, probably. So, I don't know. Or if you type incorrectly, which I probably did for a long time. Yeah, I was actually going to say, I think that's... I mean, luckily, I've avoided, uh, like, injuries like that, Mm -hmm. uh, which maybe is just luck. But um, I think, like, typing and uh, typing lightly... So like one of the one of my favorite things about having a mechanical keyboard is that you know exactly when the key registers mm-hmm. so you don't have to press the keys hard and I think that's one of the reasons that I'm able to type as much as I do and I don't really get a whole lot of that pain is because I'm typing really lightly and I type, you know, basically the the way you're supposed to on a QWERTY keyboard with all the right fingers. Sean with actual pro tips in chat. Uh that's backwards Dan the keyboard should be flat. And your wrist should be straight, not bent upwards while you type. There you go. Like a pianist. Yeah, the other, other thing, too, I think is just like, <laughs> you know, stretch your, stretch your arms. Don't let them, don't just sit with them in the same position all yeah. the time. Like, I've actually been getting just some, like, forearm pain and stuff recently because mm-hmm. I'm just, my hand is always on a mouse. And so I try to kind of stretch my arms a bit and make sure you're getting, like, a range of movement and not just keeping them in the same, the same position all the time. There you go. Some good advice on the Cave Mob Podcast. Possibly good advice. We don't really know. We actually I, have no idea. I ain't a fucking doctor. I just say jerk it with your left hand or opposite hand if you're left handed. Balance it out, dog. Out some. Switch it, it out. off. Switch off. <laughs> also, speaking of ergonomic injuries, just from like sitting all the time, I also get up and I'll stretch, like stretching your hamstrings and stuff. Yes. Um, That's actually that, super good to like, do. You have to, yeah, you have to be aware of sitting, sitting all the time. Uh, not it's not only your forearms and your wrists that might get injured. It's like you can you know you can mess up your back and stuff. Watch your hammies. Yep. Back back to somewhat more serious things. The the most good chair. Li- the good most, chair does it for good you. Good chair is good. Too. Most likely thing that caused me to have a stroke was sitting for so many hours. So get up, walk around, stretch out a little bit, as Brandon said, because clots can form even if you have no problems at all. Some people actually are super predisposed to it. So sitting is really bad for you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> sitting I honestly think really about like I think about that when I've been sitting for five plus hours. I'm like, man, like my legs feel like they have blood clots. They don't really, but like you just have that feeling where you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm probably just one of these days. My legs are are just like not gonna work from sitting this much. Yeah, get up, stretch, do some squats, whatever you got to do. All right. That is it for the questions, but of course, we have the iTunes review of the week here at the end of the podcast. What is iTunes? What is iTunes? Could you tell us about iTunes a little bit? Yeah, yeah. iTunes, uh, you know, we sometimes we get bewildered people that happen to leave reviews and they don't actually understand what the program is. So it's good to offer a little primer. You know, we don't, we definitely don't want to scare anyone. Uh, so iTunes, you know, we cast this live on, on our Twitch channel every Sunday, but a lot of people can't watch live, which is unfortunate, but, you know, we understand, especially people in other time zones, uh, people that like listening to podcasts when they don't have internet connections or things like that. Uh, you know, that's, that's fine. iTunes is a program that lets you listen to podcasts. You can subscribe to our feed. Uh, and really, like, all of that is pretty boring, doesn't matter that much. The important piece of iTunes is their ratings and reviews system. 
which, while not especially robust, works you know pretty well. Uh, the way that it works is you can rate uh, many different items, not just our podcast. I mean, if you have interest in other content, like there's a ton of stuff out there for you to rate. You can go wild. But uh, for this, we have a we have a program here where. If you leave a review on iTunes and you leave a, a five-star review, uh, you can leave one through five. But I don't know why you wouldn't leave anything less than five. <laughs> and the program here is that if you leave a five-star review, uh, we might read it on the cast. Uh, we've had some very heartfelt stories. We've had, uh, we've had celebrities. We have all sorts of people, all walks of life, leaving reviews each week. Um, so we'd like for you to be one of those people. We want to hear your story uh, or your feedback like even honestly, if you hate this podcast, the best way to influence this cast would be to leave a five star review and tell us what you hate about it. Yeah, um, true. So there's a lot of ways that you can get your voice heard. Uh, but so five stars, uh, you you can put anything you want in the text section. Uh, so this week we ha- we had some good reviews this week, um, but we we usually only pick one. Uh, so apologies to those people that you know spend time on their reviews and don't get them read. Uh, we do read all of them. Uh, we just don't always feature them. So, um, so anyway, take it away, Dan. We had we had a good one this week. Okay, all right. So we got reviews this week from several different people. Not all of them could make it on, of course. <clears throat> but here are some people who left reviews. Such luminaries, as Brandon has been on here as <laughs> Maya Sasserts. My sasserts. <laughs> I'm not sure how that one is supposed to be pronounced, but I think it's supposed to be my ass hurts. But you've done it well, so thank you, Maya, for your review. Miss Overeovulation also left a review, which is what I... Something tells me that's not their real name. Yeah, I don't know if that's a correct name. Um, Why is it going to be a girl, Dan? Why does that have to be a mess? Why can't it be a mystery? Ovaries tend to be on females. Tend to. Uh, Usually. Also a Mr. Chad Kroger Hodes, who, very similar to a Chad Kroger that we know um, from such wonderful hits as Photograph by the band Nickelback. And of course, the legendary... (laughs) The legendary Will (laughs) McCoy... Okay, alright, I'm sorry. I'm trying. The legendary Wilma Cockfit. <laughs> um, how Miss Cockfit did not make the top review, I will never know. It was a close call. Um, good lord. <laughs> Wilma Cockfit. Wilma Cockfit. <laughs> um, and... Brandon, correct me. Who is this review by? Am I missing a, a meme here? Or no? Oh, yes, I am. I see what it is now. I see what it is. Never mind. All right. This uh, this review, though, this week is by Mr. Marvin Eames. Mr. <laughs> Marvin Eames. An M. Eames. Eames. You were missing a meme. I was. Uh, and his review is entitled, KBMod Changed My Life. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Marvin Eames, Mr. M. Eames, you might say. Uh, I have listened to the Cave Mob podcast since its creation. I still remember the day when my dear friend, my dear friend Devin Ank, 
told me about the cast. <laughs> Mr. D. Ank is a good guy. Uh, me and my family are avid listeners of the live podcast every week, but inspired by the Hotz family, I download this iTunes thing, which I'm still confused about, in order to leave a review. Is this okay. the new Podbean? <laughs> Anyways, I have many fond memories brought about by this podcast. I met my wife, Melissa Eames. Wow, she's also an M. Eames. That's, that's interesting. That's sweet. In the chat of twitch.tv slash kbmod, and we've got every episode of the podcast live, including during the birth of our son, our twin sons, keyboard M. Eames and mouse Eames, <laughs> named in honor of the podcast. I want to. You thank, have plugged up. I want to thank the cast for continuing to provide the highest quality content every week. Five stars. Thank you so much, Marvin, and your whole family, as a matter of fact. Thanks, Marvin. Keyboard memes and memes and Mr. Memes and all the memes. It's actually Eames. I'm sorry. All the Eames family. Excuse me. There were so many M-Eames that I just... They were blurring together a little bit. Um, But, uh... I really hope Wilma Cockfit <laughs> gave us five stars. <laughs> God damn it. Um, all right. That's it, guys. That's episode 192. We shall return next week with episode 193. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow the whole shebang at KBModGaming on Twitter. You can follow John at KBModJohn. Brandon is at Volition, V-O-L, the number one, T-I-O-N. Blacklight is at Black L-I-T-E Attack. Tim is at Stafu Noob. And I am at Nipnops TV. And that is all of us on tour. Make sure you're checking KBMod.com. We've been putting out a lot of good content lately for you. The new build guys are up there. Go check them out. And, uh, yeah. That is it for episode 192. Couch stream this Saturday. Don't miss it. We'll be at Pappy Station for that one, playing some video games. We'll see you guys then. Later, dudes.